Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app, which has the rewind feature. So if you missed any of the show, well, first of all, you know, we start at 6 a.m. That's that's the first thing. Secondly, the big take this morning, all of the issues that fall in favor of Trump and Republicans versus the one big looming issue, that being abortion. And the reason we brought that up this morning is Dr. Jill Biden, Dr. Jill, will be uh, bringing uh, Kate Cox from Texas to the State of the Union address Coming up on March 7th. Also, a lot of conversation about the border, immigration, what Greg Abbott is dealing with, and who has joined in on the fight with GOP governors against the Biden administration. Also, the money keeps coming in for Nikki Haley and uh, Trump's comments against Nikki Haley, as well as some of his past uh, colleagues, including Kaylee McEnany. So I would encourage you to uh, download the app and hit up the rewind feature if you missed any of that conversation this morning, a couple of stories in the world of entertainment and off the beaten path here in the final hour that I find interesting. And, you know, we just talked about CNN's ratings and we've done shows in the past where we've had, you know, a 15, 20 minute conversation on the death of late night TV and these talk shows, um, most notably because they're not funny um, <laughs> and they're all left wing and they are just, you know, they might generate a lot like CNN. They probably generate a lot of money. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. These guys, they all get paid well. They probably bring in great advertising um, revenue. But people are not watching the show. And The Daily Show, say what you want about The Daily Show, say what you want about Jon Stewart. It was, I think it's fair to say, an institution for a long time. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, it was it was massive. Yep. And I think he left, did he leave right around the time Trump officially announced? 2015. 2015. Yeah. So right before Trump announced, or well, right, right. Year before. Yeah. Well, he missed out on a goldmine of content. Talk about bad well, timing. Well, no, actually what I think happened was, I think Trump announced in June of 2015, I think Jon Stewart ended, like, 2015, like, at okay. the end of that year. Okay. So. So he got a couple of months. Yeah. But he missed out on all the goodies. So for the last, I don't know, it's got to be a year and a half, roughly, I mean, since Trevor Noah tanked that show uh, ratings wise. Although they've in his departure, their revenue has fallen off. They 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 made about thirty nine million dollars in twenty twenty two, and they're down to about nineteen million um, in advertising in twenty twenty three. But they have come to the conclusion that they are going to give John Stewart the Rachel Maddow treatment. John Stewart will come back and host Monday nights only. Yep. Now I, I I have no idea how that network is ran. I know it's run. a parama, pa- uh, yeah, run. But you guys love that. I don't. I can't get that by you ever. Not a second. It's like, it, it, it's, I mean, I could sit here and say, it's, tr- dude, it's now on a chalkboard to me. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It is. It really is. One day I'll figure it out. <laughs> Probably won't. Um, but uh, they 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 are basically a Paramount Global property, which I think is the streaming provider of CBS. So I think Comedy Central, Paramount, CBS, kind of the same umbrella. I don't know who runs the network. I don't know who the, quote, you know, brand manager is or whatever their title is. But if you're going to trot, I mean, think about all the people they trotted out that failed. Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live, not funny. By the way, Leslie Jones in the Ghostbusters remake from 2016, atrocious. Anytime I have the TV guide up and I'm scrolling through the channels and I see Ghostbuster and I get down to that and I click on it and I realize it's not Ghostbusters from 1984, 
I'm very upset with myself. Uh, Cal Penn, Sarah Silverman, all of these people they trotted through. I, I don't know how it works, but Stalker, if you, if Zioli went to afternoons and let's say for a year and a half, you had me on Mondays, you had Opelka on Tuesday, you had Rooney on Wednesday, yeah, work. And, and then you said, you know what, after a year and a half, I've come to the conclusion that Matt Rooney will be the permanent host on Mondays. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't Don't work. you think the bosses would probably be up your butt? Yeah, 100%, and they should Yeah, because be. they'd want on. <laughs> well, you're already at 10. <laughs> you want to host all six hours? Word. You word. will be. How dare you? Uh, so, like, uh, what is the solution here? Because, they, I mean, you know, Jon Stewart is probably going to get paid way more than he's worth at this point to do one day a week. Same thing with Rachel Maddow, only doing one day a week and when big news cycles hit. So she'll be she'll probably do more than one day a week when we get to the fall as we ramp up for the final eight to ten weeks of the election and the campaign season. But they're going to go with Jon Stewart and then still use a rotating cast? How do they pull that off? How is that even acceptable? I mean, they, uh, they're basically admitting they can't find... Look, and I get it. You know, some of these guys... You know, look, you're, there's never going to be another Rush Limbaugh there's never going to be another Tony Bruno in sports. There, there's, there's some guys that are there's never going to be another Howard Stern. And yeah, you can sit there as a as a guy that's a talent person and say, I gotta I gotta find the next big thing. But you're not going to replace iconic legends. But you can find people that are really good in this day and age where a lot of the bits have ran its course, run its course, run its course, run its course. <laughs> Call it myself, run its course. Uh, so, Just go home and practice in front of a mirror. I am, I am really going to do that. I'm going to do that while I'm running on the treadmill today. Um, but like the fact that they can't find a permanent solution that they can sit there and say, okay, can we sell this individual and can this person generate some ratings? I think it's a pretty embarrassing state of where late night TV is, to be honest. Well, he's he's executive producing too, mm-hmm. so he's going to handpick the comedians that do Tuesday through Thursday. Mm. Again, that's another show that does four days a week. So it's like, you know, they don't do uh, first-run first shows on Fridays. So, look, having Jon Stewart involved in this, I'm sure they probably would, wanted to take him any way that they could get him. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that this was – he doesn't want to work – Four or five days a week, he just doesn't. Yeah. So well, I don't either. Um. <laughs> so I'm sure he probably said to them, "Hey, I'll come back, but these are my, you know, these are my conditions." And I'm sure they were like, "Yes, sure." Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, look, it's it, having him on one night a week. I think is is a is is a game changer. It, it is interesting to me that he's getting back involved in an election year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's nice that when you come back when the, when the content becomes more well, more plentiful and easier. No, I, my thing is more of like just another kind of mm-hmm. piece in the arsenal. Okay. For, because look, look, say what you will about him and, you know, he's been out of the game for a long time so maybe things have changed but he really was the voice of a certain generation. Oh, yeah. So... Well, they're saying he still is, but yeah. but I think ultimately. So remember, he had that deal with Apple. There were all the insider grumblings and rumblings that he was unhappy because they were trying to control his content. Oh, yeah. So that Greg nailed it with the executive producer. So so they've now said, hey, uh, no problem. You, you want exec- you want EP? Yeah. Yeah. You want some control here? We love you. Mm-hmm. But isn't this for Paramount uh, Plus? Yep, because they've been hurting 
right. So, yeah. so I think that they think he's a big enough draw. I will say, I love his his take. I we might you might not agree with him necessarily. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's smart. He has a great take. And I would make sure that I w- would watch him. Mm-hmm. And so it's a draw, I believe, for Paramount Plus. Yeah. I think that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find people who they can lure back. Yeah. Well, they're probably struggling in the streaming game. Netflix is just killing almost everybody yeah. right now. Yeah. Which is why they can afford to you know, give the WWE $5 billion, <laughs> which is remarkable. All right, 855-839-1210. A lot of people weighing in on Twitter about the old school nostalgic TV shows. Um, we've got some tweets coming in that people, uh, Debbie talking, Debbie listening to us uh, from Kentucky this morning. She brings up Monty Python. Lebo brings up Blazing Saddles. Um, uh, Marcus Aurelius says that John Wayne would kick Anderson Cooper's ass. <laughs> which he absolutely would. Um, so speaking of toxic masculinity, I want to get into a couple of stories here. You know, we live in this world now. You know, we talked about how one of the things that killed Sports Illustrated was how they wanted to put a dude in a bikini, uh, in a, you know, in, in a swimsuit on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Just one of the many reasons why Sports Illustrated failed. But uh, I have to give a little tip of the cap to Miss America. In a day and age where uh, the left is trying to tell you men can become women and win beauty pageants, Miss America, uh, and you're looking on YouTube right now, we'll have a lot of visuals here for the next five minutes, so if uh, you're a straight man, um, I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, Madison Marsh was the newly crowned Miss America, uh, and she is. not. This is a twofold victory here uh, for Miss America. Not only is she a biological female, but she is also a active member in the Air Force. Nice. And there she is in her garb, in her uniform, in her... Um... She looks like Kristen Wiig. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm starting that live. Yes. So there she is. Okay. Uh, so kudos to Miss America in, in a world where we've gone insane for giving a female award to a female and a vet to boot. So nice work, uh, Madison Marsh. Um, if we could go back to the Miss America picture so we could see the difference. I mean, yeah, she's confetti raining down. She looks like she's ready to cry. Um, good, Nice work. Yeah. I, I wanted to highlight that story. So that's, nice. a, that's a good job in the world of sanity. And then secondly, um, this is where like men will just basically give up anything they have for a female um cash odd and securities marketable all kinds of stuff cars we're suckers we're suckers for beautiful women i have no problem admitting that that's what men men, this is why men came out of caves this like we want to be around beautiful women and if that bothers somebody then you can just go pound sand i don't know what to tell you so i got to talk about this story this is also to show you how stupid men are because we have a female named Brittany Woods. This story is courtesy of the New York Post. And this is actually, the more I think about my life, um, if I want more money, I just need to start doing creative things like this. Uh, Brittany Woods, 29 years old, is a female social media influencer who dresses up as a sexy farmer. And she clears well over six figures a year milking cows in a bikini on social media. <laughs> we are showing pictures now on YouTube. YouTube.com slash that. Don, I know you love this kind of content. Uh. Feel free to chime in. And <laughs> um, she's riding a tractor um, through the woods. That looks like razor wire or barbed wire. She might be down by the border right now. Who knows? Uh, she's got high boots. She's got a cowboy hat on. 
And can we go back, Phil, if we could, to the... the oh, milk- my God. She's actually out in the pasture <laughs> sitting with cows in the grass. My Lord. Uh, Brittany Woods, 29, living the American dream. This is why anybody that's a socialist is a loser. Because only in a capitalistic society could you dress up in a bikini, walk around a farm with 30... There's got to be 30 cows in that one picture. Yeah. And she's milking cows. cows and dudes will actually compensate her. To keep on doing this. I mean, this is basically an OnlyFans thing, right? This is pretty much an OnlyFans thing, correct. Where, like, some fetish guys are just like, hey, let me me watch you milk cows. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the old days when we had the bikini car washes. Yeah, you see the TV shows and the movies, and I, I don't. Or really... girls jump, uh, girls jumping on trampolines like uh, Jimmy Kimmel used to do before he became woke. Oh, the Jimmy Kimmel used to do that. He used yeah, to the Man like Show. The, the Man Show. You remember the Man Show? With, well, I remember I the Man Show, but I don't I'm remember that, that that bit. Exactly. Girls, girls jumping on trampolines. Yeah. So look, there's a more, look, guys. I'm telling you, women out there. <laughs> you know, I know the economy sucks, but there's a lot of desperate people you can make a buck off of. Jesus says, "Great job on the pictures, twelve ten. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I just I'm catering to the men, the male demo right here. That's fine. That's so why. That's why Dawn is silent. She's from the. She's from New Zealand. Yeah, good mm. for her. Right. God so bless her. We should. Why don't we have somebody from Pennsylvania? I know we got a lot of. Yeah. Fun. yeah. Somebody out in Lancaster do that. Amishville. Guys, nice. are, guys are sick f's though. Like like I the agree. fact that <laughs> the fact that we want to see some some chick milking a cow. Yep. Like What what's what's up with that? Yep. And then one. Do you have the one? She's in a. Like a wife beater, kind of a t-shirt. I don't know if you're allowed to say the that. The tank though. top, Dawn. Come on. Okay, she's in a tank top. It's offensive. And it's a white tank top with red writing. Yep. And across the breast of the tank top, it says, Cowboy Pillows. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Is... It's a new twist on the my pillow. <laughs> she's Cowboy buoyed pillows. by the support of her male coworkers. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure. She has no plans to put her clothes back on. Yep. This is what we're talking about. Don, uh, not Don, Nick. Yeah. Uh, keep close to your daughters. Oh, I have, that's all yeah. I'm saying. If I ever man. catch them doing I, any that's of this. all I'm saying. Oh yeah. I thank God, and I'm sure Don does too. I I thank God I have a boy. Uh, yeah. You. Uh, we'll see if you're saying thank God about 12 years from now. Okay. You're gonna have your own issues to deal with. We'll we'll, we'll converse about them when we're in like our oh, tw- no. 20th year Nick, of the year. There's no contest. Can I? Can I just tell you something? Sure. And you've only got. Three to four years before I you will go insane. <laughs> before he dies. Okay. So I, I feel for you. Yeah. They're insane. already on TikTok. I know. You I know, know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're in trouble, brother. I know. Oh, I know. my goodness. Don't worry. I will have to start ruling with an iron fist. Oh, yeah. Good luck. I will. That's not How are you going to do that? I don't know. In this day and age, you can't rule with an iron fist. No. Somebody's offended. Yeah. All right. Uh, lastly, <laughs> we, we got to bring up. You know, so there was two elements there that i wanted to can show we you. can we actually guys um uh for for the people just tuning in for the for the men just tuning in i'm sure we lost all our women listeners for the men just tuning in on the youtube uh video uh, phil if you can put up one of those pictures up during the commercial break i'd appreciate it so we can look at that <laughs> during the commercial break <laughs> so i wanted to point out there's two two elements here where yes toxic male masculine but here the point is this is what sells. And I'm going to show you the third element here because this company did not get the memo. Moana Bikini, which is owned by Australian body positivity influencer Karina Irby, decided to, you know what, for our swimsuit company, why don't we roll out a male model that looks like Bridget Nielsen from Rocky Four and put her in, him in a bathing suit? And if you're watching on YouTube, this is what I'm talking about. Do you think now... It, Phil, if we could, 
I would like, I don't know if you can do this, and I hate to put you on the spot. If we could put the female cow milker split screen with dude in the bikini for this swimsuit company in Australia that won't sell one single bikini because of this guy. Uh, If we could put them side by side split (laughs) screen and look at the difference between (laughs) what a biological female looks like. Versus a biological male having a mental health this, breakdown. This looks might like this might be the the most on PC show we've ever done. That's correct. Totally. It's another ratings <laughs> bonanza. <laughs> so I just want to highlight what sanity looks like in this country. Don, that's why we have you here to keep you on <laughs> right. to keep us on track, including Miss America. God bless Miss America. They gave the award to a biological female in the Air Force. So that'll do it for all the insanity in this world. As you can tell, I'm very bothered by the whole male swimsuit thing. Doesn't sit well with me, but I just wanted to point that out. I mean, okay, can I just? <laughs> it's a one piece or swimsuit. I'm trying to save companies and businesses from going out of business. <laughs> Paul, Paul says, "Great job killing the mood, Nick." <laughs> with the dude at the yeah, same well, I know. You know, what are you going to do? Just started. Okay, next time, start with Man. the current story that you're talking about, and then go to the modern day. Yeah. I was looking up nostalgia, so Ellie May Clampett. Oh yeah, this, yeah. I would say some of the nostalgia TV from way back yeah, in the I love day, that May. right? Yeah, had the the concept that this New Zealander is is capitalizing upon, mm-hmm. which is a farm girl, and she's has sort of a wholesome look, but she's in a bikini yep. or scantily clad, and and that's something that's really not a new theme. No. Think of Ellie Mae Clampett. Jed Clampett was totally on board with right? it. So Ellie was Jethro. May. So, yep. I'm just saying. Love the Beverly Hillbillies. All right, 920, right on the dot. Speaking of movies, it's time for the Morning Mystery Movie Clip. And now, the Morning Mystery Movie Clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. I was told it might be possible to rent your boat. We'd like to do that. Is that possible? We need to get upriver. Where are you going? Into Burma. <laughs> Burma's a war zone. Well... That's what people call it, but it's more like genocide than war. Anyway, this will be my fifth trip in, so we are aware of all the risks. I don't go that far north. Let me explain our situation. Our church is part of a pan-Asian ministry located in Colorado. We're all volunteers who, around this time of year, bring in uh, medical supplies, medical attention, prayer books and support for the Karen tribes people. People say, you know the river better than anyone. They lie. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210 and you could win this great prize. Ah, yes. Once again today, you will win a copy of All the Light We Cannot See, a novel by Anthony Dewar, a book about a blind French girl. She doesn't milk cows, by the way. (laughs) And a German boy. (laughs) Whose paths collide in occupied France as both try to survive the devastation of World War II, which is also a Netflix limited series. You will get that book today if you are caller 12 with the correct answer to that movie that came out 16 years ago today. 16 years ago today. 855-839-1210. Back after this with our winner and what's on the cut sheet part due. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. Uh, yeah, as I look over on YouTube, and that is actually not a vehicle that you can get from the Piazza Auto Group uh, or Piazza <laughs> Premium Automobiles because Piazza wants to ring in the new year and wish everybody a happy 2024. 
And they are excited because in a day and age of downsizing, they're expanding and they're welcoming in two new members to their family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore and Maserati of the Main Line, both located on Lancaster Avenue. And you will receive the same first-class customer experience that you've come to expect, know, and love from Piazza Premium Automobiles. You can find your new or certified pre-owned Infiniti or Maserati or other Piazza luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and more. Check them out online right now at PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Who has secured the copy of All the Light We Cannot See, the book by Anthony Dewar? Well, I think that's Jonathan in Philadelphia. Jonathan, good morning. How are you? What movie clip did we just play for you, sir? Hey, good morning. Uh, that's my boy Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. that's yeah. correct. Came out January 25th, 2008. Jonathan, congratulations. Good work, man. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. There's Jonathan in Philadelphia. By the way, Eric on Twitter says, "Just saw the photos of the young ladies with the cat or the young lady with the cows, and I got to say, you guys are really milking this content." Yeah. <laughs> that might be a leader in the clubhouse, so to speak. Good work out of him. All right, uh, we've got a lot of audio to get to. It's nine thirty-two, so let's get to Greg Stocker's. What's on the cut sheet, part two? What's on? The cut sheet! I do. Get it? Milking the content. <laughs> did uh, the audience hang through on the YouTube to check out the... Of course they show? did. That's good Of course work. they did. Beautiful. All right. All the ladies who may have been offended by that, please come back. Could Sorry. be a lot of ladies that liked it. Were they offended? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dawn wasn't offended. No. No, but I started looking at... That app, and there yeah. are all kinds of. They say there are all kinds of uh, controversies over that app. What app? Um, OnlyFans. Oh yeah, yeah. Because a, um, it's porn. With regard to, well, no, <laughs> not even that. It because porn is legal in the proper context. The problem is human trafficking. Oh, mm. of you, underage girls. You always find a dark place to go. I right? know. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> my God, and it's just my news. <laughs> Like that's because in news that's what you go like yeah. okay well for, yeah. ratings it's February ratings what can we oh the dark side uh-huh. of the dirty apps yeah. Bones is used to checking for shootings and killings I know and murders. sorry it's a um, sin it is <laughs> but you're not committing a sin Don it's these other sinners out there that do it and you just report it that's right sir there you go. All right. Uh, yesterday, the United Auto Workers uh, granted President uh, Joe Biden its long-awaited endorsement for re-election uh, as he makes the case that he's delivered for working people. The UA uh, the UAW president spoke. This is Sean Fain. He spoke yesterday, saying that if our endorsements must be earned, Joe Biden has earned it. Although, if you go back to it, I I, I don't see any. They seem to only endorse Democrats. I've never seen them actually endorse a Republican, at least in the last 20 years or so. Anyway, this is Sean Fain. Cut cut 18, Phil. Go. When I first came into office, we made some headlines by saying that our endorsements would be earned, not freely given. We've said... We'd stand with whoever stood with us in our fight. 
not because somebody was nice to us and we want to be nice to them, but because we need to know who's going to put up and who's going to shut up. And going even further, we need to know who's going to stand up with us. He's yelling. Is this an angry speech? Uh, well, CNN would say that, yes. Or KYW. Or KYW. <laughs> and he's drinking a four-ounce water bottle. He doesn't have a big Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> and this choice is clear. Yeah. Mm. Joe Biden bet on the American worker, while Donald Trump blamed the American worker. We need to know who's going to sit in the most powerful seat in the world and help us win as a united working class. So if our endorsements must be earned, Joe Biden has earned it. Well, we've talked about the UAW in the past and Joe going out there and being involved with that. I mean, it does it does carry some weight. There's no question about it. I mean, I don't know if... He needs to be emphatically yelling. Here's the thing about this is that it's the union. But is it the union workers? Well, that's two different things, correct? Exactly, because yeah. we we uh, talked about those uh, those stats before, where where like union homes, like the people who are in mm-hmm. said unions, are actually very pro Trump. It's yeah. just the union bosses, right? Uh, because they, you know, it, it's all funding. Yeah, think about how much money they have. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, and the workers outnumber the bosses, you know, twelvefold. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. um, I don't know how much you know w- with all these endorsements. I don't know how much weight they carry. And like I said, um, I believe that the UAW has endorsed. Uh, well, he in- they endorsed Joe Biden in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they endorsed Barack Obama. They endorsed Hillary Clinton. So it's not like they have this. Like, well, we go back and forth. No, doesn't they, seem they like they go back and forth on that for you know, yeah. four cycles. Um, Joe Biden uh, then took the stage. He bragged about spending billions on electric vehicle <laughs> charging stations that, are, that haven't been installed. <laughs> that don't work <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is cut a fifteen. Phil, go. That's why my bipartisan infrastructure law is building a network of five hundred thousand electric vehicle charging stations all across America, installed by your brothers and sisters in the IABW. What? That's <laughs> <a good laughs> mighty. He's doing it again. He, he, he did this yesterday. I know. <laughs> that was with women, and now it's with the United Auto Workers. Uh, one more time here. Oh, boy. That's why my bipartisan infrastructure law is building a network of 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations all across America installed by your brothers and sisters in the IABW. <laughs> That's his doing. It's all by your brothers and sisters because of the IABW. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what. There's something in the so let's let's throw this into what riles up Joe and where you get animated Joe. We get animated Joe when it comes to January sixth, mm-hmm. and we get animated Joe when it comes to the to the, to the union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelly McDonald on YouTube chat. He does sound. He. Does, I'm not saying he is because I actually don't think he drinks. But like he's. Uh, he does sound drunk there doesn't he he's yes. like in, yeah. like in that clip yesterday yeah where the speech is very slurred yeah. i don't know if you know what type of uh, prescriptions he takes or whatever i don't know if it's a side effect or if it's wearing off or it's kicking i don't know what it is is it true like he's a teetotaler right like like he doesn't drink right don i don't think so yeah I, I, i've heard right. he's yeah 
That's really odd. So two presidents, Trump that, and yeah. Biden. Yeah. Do we know about Obama? I'm sure Obama put him back. He looks like a guy who. You think so? Yeah. Well, the okay. So Trump we never did those things. We Biden know used to. But oh, did he? I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but at some point, at some point, you know, says that he he doesn't drink a lot. Well, as, I mean, as far as Barack Obama, his book, if you believe it, or the books about him, say that he. It, tried cocaine and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But you, I think once they get in the White House, if you believe that the addiction gene is hereditary, mm-hmm. um, you know Hunter, Hunter has an addiction problem. There so, you go. Um, I don't know. Um, he also says, you know, just talking about saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, this is him saying the quiet part out loud. Cut fourteen. Phil, go. We're fundamentally changing the economy in this country. And everybody's getting a little worried about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> can we can we play that one more, yeah, one on. more time? We fundamentally we're fundamentally this. changing the economy in this country, and everybody's getting a little worried about it. <laughs> oh my god, oh, man! Yeah, I think we're just worried that uh, disposable income is dried up, and you know it's amazing when you look at some of these economy polls and you you see the results, and you get like nineteen percent or twenty three percent that approve of the way that Joe Biden has handled the economy. Yeah, I, I'd love to know, you know, what what these people have been doing financially that they say, you know what, we're we're just fine. Yeah. You know, like I, I get it. You know, you have some of the coastal elites. You have the one percent, but we're talking about the one percent. These are 19, 22, 27% of the people that are like, yeah, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, saving for a rainy day. What were they really saving for a rainy three years? We were talking yesterday about him uh, in a speech that he gave the for the um, uh, the pro-choice rally that he did, um, where he, he came on and says, hello, Virginia. And, and then he says to the real governor, Terry yeah. McAuliffe, who we know lost the last election. Yeah, a little election denialism. Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked about that, and she said he was clearly making a joke. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> cut... <laughs> Uh, 16 here, Phil, go. Is election denying a joke now? What do you mean? You have to say more than just make a random statement. (laughs) Why did the president say, hello, Virginia, and the real governor, Terry McCall? He was making a joke about Terry. He was making a joke. He was, I mean, if you play it back, it's clearly that the president was making a joke. What's the joke? He was making it's a joke about what is the joke? previous term as governor. How are you guys going to convince people, though, uh, that this idea of denying election results is very bad if President Biden is going out and he, making jokes like okay, this? He did not deny. He did not deny it. He congratulated Governor Youngkin. Matter of fact, uh, when he won his election, he did it out of the gate. Out of the gate. Really. Truly. He, uh, he congratulated the governor. And not only that, we've had opportunities to work closely with the governor in, over the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, this is a president that works across the aisle. We've seen that uh, many times. And he was making a joke. Got it. Kareen, is it a joke when Hillary Clinton was denying election results? Was it a joke when Stacey Abrams has denied election results? Why is it that when the Dems do it, it's a joke? Mm-hmm. And when somebody else does it, it's, you know, threat to democracy. It's a, those are dangerous waters. Well, Peter Ducey, had, it's a great question. Like, okay, it's a joke. What's what's the joke in there? Right. I must have missed yeah. the joke. <laughs> you know not what I mean? funny. Yeah. It's, no, it's, and it's not. I mean, he didn't. Terry McAuliffe didn't come close to winning. No. So it's not even like it's not even funny. 
It's ridiculous. It really is. Um, but again, we know there's different rules for different fools. Uh, meanwhile, Kamala Harris was being interviewed on Yahoo by Katie Couric. <laughs> and she took a little... Um, uh, she, apparently, Kamala is... She says she's 5'3", or 5'4", and 5'6", or whatever, in heels. Uh, Katie Couric says on, on her Wikipedia that she was 5'2". And then uh, Kamala Harris uh, uh, addresses her team and tells her, make sure we change that on Wikipedia. Well, DeSantis wanted the same thing, though. <laughs> it's a very bizarre back and forth because, as we know, Katie Cork is short as well. I didn't realize yeah. that Kamala was as short as she well, is. And as we know, I'm 5'10". Well, yeah, you lie. <laughs> don't women want to be sh- sh- smaller, though? Or is that not mm-hmm. is that not true? I don't know. Shorter? Don't you lie down, Dawn? Uh, not about your height. Not about your not height. A, not anymore. Right. Really? Not anymore. In television, it's different because a lot of the guys are little, so that's why they choose the tiny. Like, yeah. Katie Kirk, I've met her. Yep. I'm five seven and a half. I tower over her. <laughs> she said she's 5'2". All right, so oh. this, is, uh, this is that exchange from yesterday. This is cut 12, Phil, go. Meanwhile, I... Why did I think you were much taller? I re- recently learned you're only 5'2". Is that, that true? That is absolutely incorrect. Okay. <laughs> I am 5'4 and a quarter. Okay, and I'm 5'3". Five five and a half and with heels, which I always wear. I'm 5'7 and a half. Thank you very much. Okay, Wikipedia, you're wrong, and we I'm need totally to correct wrong. that. I've said this to my team. Like, what? I don't know where it came from. I've, I was 5'2 when I was 12. They say I'm 5'1 on my Wikipedia page. That's Five, three, and three quarters. Right? With hair and heels. <laughs> and shrinking. It's like literally, you, they just want to just make us smaller in every way. I know, but I, but I was excited because I'm short, and I was like, oh, Kamala is short No, like I am me. not. I am, <laughs> I am not. I'm okay. just trying to take okay. two and a half inches off my, you know. We stand corrected. Yes, and we stand. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I like that she addresses her as Kamala. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. isn't it Madam Vice President? Or yeah. Like, don't you respect the office a little bit? A little bit. Well, until she took it over to that spot, and then all the respect went down because she's, she's right. awful in the amateur too. hour. Yeah, that too. Um, so, number one, Kamala definitely fired a staffer after that, <laughs> that conference. Somebody got whacked, right, for, for screwing up the Wikipedia again because that's a, so? big, that's a big deal to Kamala. Yeah, yeah. well, we gave you the story yesterday about the article about Kamala the Defiant, how she's uh, she's very um, she's very argumentative behind the scenes with many people. And we've seen a lot of turnover on her staff in three years. Um, but I don't understand the infatuation. I get it from the media standpoint. You know, certain people need to, like, TV guys have to have... You're not going to see many guys that are bald with a beard on TV, right? Everybody's got beautifully quaffed hair, the whole bit for, for dudes on television. I can't speak for females, Don. I'll let you speak on that. But I don't understand what the infatuation with is, how tall the president is, how tall the vice president is. It matters. I know it matters. It's supposed to project strength. I get it. But to me, it's like, if it, I, I guess I'm kind of going back to the DeSantis thing. Like The last thing I care about with Ron DeSantis is whether he's six one or five seven. Also, don't get your information from Wikipedia. Like it's right. it's it stop. Can we stop yeah. getting our news from Just, Twitter? You know, like you can change Wikipedia to anything you want to. I'm oh, sure really? on Trump's I'm sure on Trump's Wikipedia he's six four one eighty. Six ten one seventy five. It's just, it's kind of a bizarre. That was a bizarre. That was a whole bizarre thing. It was. Yeah, and then they held hands and kind of hugged. Yeah. As they were in disagreement. <laughs> Well, because I think Katie's looking at her like Katie can see what 
height heel she's wearing, mm-hmm. and f- it, it's just kind of a bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. How tall is Nikki Haley? Do we know? I think I she's pretty tall. I don't really look on the TV and notice one way or the other whether she's on the taller side or shorter side. Shorter side. I would guess five six would be my guess. Yeah. You said you're what five seven and changed on? Yeah, she is. Nikki Haley's. They, they list she's five seven, five six. I'm like five seven and a half. Six two, baby. You're six two. You're six two. It's a good number. Yeah, it is. But I'm the midget in my house because everybody's six Can't three say and up. Can't say midget. That's or offensive, I'm the, Dawn. I'm the short person in my house. You're the little. You're the little straw that stirs I'm the, little, the drink. I'm the little little straw Stenzel, they yeah. call her. Because <laughs> everybody else is like so tall. Wow. So you're the. So and, and how many run. how many brothers and sisters did you have? I have an older brother, John, six five, and my younger sister, Christine, is like five six. Okay. So I'm actually taller than her. There you go. My dad's taller than I am. So is I, he really? Yeah, you know where my height came from. Gotcha. Mom's side. But you're still tall. Yeah, my dad was six foot and a half, but my mom was like a odd job from the, the gold. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like three five. All right, we have to break. Don, talk to us about parks. Yeah. Tell us about parks, Casino Don. Yes. <laughs> the place where you can always es- escape. We love parks. I love their beer garden. I'm, I'm thinking about that on a mm. rainy day like this. Those comfy chairs, big screens. But real Philly fans, you know you love the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's the only online casino and sportsbook app I've ever recommended, and I continue to recommend it because it's the best. 24-7 live casino action. Just download it, the Bet Parks app right now. All your favorite casino games, they're right at your fingertips. You can bet on the pro football playoffs right now, all your fave sports. Philly hoops, Philly hockey tonight. College basketball, so much more. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. Casino comes to you wherever you are. Play the hottest online slots or blackjack, roulette, baccarat, Texas Hold'em with that live dealer right there on your phone. Get winning on the Bet Parks app, P-A-R-X. It's very simple, but new users, you join me right now. Just download the app. Get up to $1,000 in casino bonuses back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. So details on the Bet Parks app or at betparks.com. That's for new users only. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. We know two things. Big Lou, he's on meds just like you. And the Dawn Show is coming up in seven minutes. <laughs> and we're going to find out what she has on tap at 10 o'clock this morning. So this morning, I'm switching things around. Um, we At 10.30, Pastor Bill Devlin um, in Cuba and around the world. So we'll check in with, with him. He's a regular, as you know. At 11 o'clock, Anthony booked Joe Thomas of Philly Joe's Tattoo Studio. Talking about tattoos his new life redemption all of that cool. so that's a great interview coming up at 1104 ish after i of course do the latest on um, the developing stories i was supposed to, i had booked a former uh border patrol agent who's going to come on next tuesday but i but he due to a scheduling conflict he can't come on so i've been talking about that and focusing on that and the effect of philadelphia mm-hmm. but i will tell you at the top i'm going to update you this is why we talk about the homelessness and the count that happened overnight. There is a local Montgomery County suburban community dealing with a zoning issue of Eagleville Hospital. Now, they've planned the zoning meeting tonight. Neighbors up in arms, very concerned about this, that they're learning 
at the through the grapevine that now homeless individuals will be set up here. They were already upset because they've 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 been saying that uh, sex offenders, predators, others, not just a rehab facility, right in a residential neighborhood with kids. Mm. There's a, a real level of of upset going on, and so this has to do with the you know I'll say the saying um, rules for me and not for thee. Uh-huh. And and so I've been, you know, a lot of residents reaching out to me saying, Dawn, please talk about this. And and so now we're getting some pushback. Is this going to be rescheduled? Mm-hmm. Residents were told it would be in February. What's going on here and this lack of transparency? So uh, we'll have those conversations off the top. And this is nobody's talking about this. I'm, so we're breaking this story here on WPHT. And that's why we are live and local. Yes, good stuff. Looking forward to that as we uh, get to today in music history. What happened on this day in music history? Music history on Kaylee Company. Today, January 25th, we celebrate the birthdays of Etta James and Robert Finch of Casey and the Sunshine Band. Notable singles include CCR's Looking Out My Back Door from 1970, Christine McVie's Got a Hold on Me from 84, and Phil Collins with I Wish It Would Rain Down from 1990. And lastly, some notable albums include Alice in Chains' Jar of Flies, released in 94, and David Lee Ross' Skyscraper in 1988. And oh, by the way, did anyone else see the Skyscraper tour? Easily in my all-time top 10 shows scene. For Kale and Company, I'm Phil Onquist. Oh, Phil's not only giving us facts, he's giving us opinions and takes. He's giving us lists. Love it. I like it. Love it. Nice work, Philip. All right, we wrap it up today with who won Twitter today? Who won Twitter? Marcus Aurelius wins Twitter. He says, utterly amazing show today, guys. I was totally a <laughs> Yes, you should be. As well yeah. as you should be. There we go. Yeah. All right, the Dawn Show is next. We're back tomorrow for a Friday festivity of shenanigans. Have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 6, as John Fennerman would say. Good night, everybody. And we're also appreciative of Piazza and want to help welcome two new members to the Piazza family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore and Maserati of the Mainline, both right there on Lancaster Avenue. So you're going to receive the very same first-class customer experience that you've come to expect from our friends from Piazza Auto Group as well as Piazza Premium Automobiles. Find your new or certified pre-owned Infinity, Maserati, or other Piazza luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, some of the most beautiful, beautiful vehicles on the roadway right now. So much more. PiazzaPremiumAutos.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. Tell Dawn sent you. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.